Hola, hola a todos. Habla Dylan. ¿Cómo están? What's going on, Power One on World? My name is Carlos. Spanish exclamations. You traded your roles for muscles. How exquisite. In this lesson, you will learn about Spanish exclamations. This conversation takes place in a public place. The conversation is between Michelle and Manuel. The speakers are friends, therefore the speakers will be speaking informally. Let's get into today's conversation. ¡Epa! ¡Qué cambio! ¡Qué cambio! Cambiaste los rollos por músculos, como que te sirvió el gimnasio. Sí, perdí mucho peso. Tengo un instructor un poco loco, pero sabe lo que hace. Ya hasta me dan ganas de ir al Muscle Master. Deberías, amigo. And now, slower. Una vez más. Esta vez, lentamente. Epa, qué cambio. ¿Qué cambio? Cambiaste los rollos por músculos. Como que te... Sirvió el gimnasio. Sí, perdí mucho peso. Tengo un instructor un poco loco, pero sabe lo que hace. Ya hasta me dan ganas de ir al Muscle Masters. Deberías, amigo. And now with the translation. Ahora incluiremos la traducción. ¡Epa! ¡Qué cambio! ¡Epa! ¡What a trade! ¡Qué cambio! ¿What trade? Cambiaste los rollos por músculos, como que te sirvió el gimnasio. You traded in your rolls for muscles. The gym did you so well. Sí, perdí mucho peso. Tengo un instructor un poco loco, pero sabe lo que hace. Yeah, I lost a lot of weight. I've got a semi-crazy instructor, but he knows what he's doing. <laughs> ya hasta me dan ganas de ir al Muscle Master. Now it even makes me want to go to Muscle Masters. Deberías, amigo. You should, dude. Wow, I guess all that screaming at her paid off, huh? Hey, poco a poco. That's one of the phrases from our Spanish conversation, and I'm thinking little by little she might have gotten over it. Remember, she's like, my, my name is Michelle, my name is where I'm going to die. <laughs> she's like, my body can't breathe. And now she got the bang, and she got the bang, and she's walking around, and she's playing into the machista society that is Go Latin America. Go, Michelle! Woo! All right, gotta get it down. Michelle's doing it. Guys, let's take a look at the vocabulary for this lesson. Cambio. Change. Cambio. Cambio. Rollo. Roll. Roll of fat. Rollo. Rollo. Servir. To be useful, to serve, to be good for. Servir. Servir. Músculo. Muscle. Músculo. Músculo. Peso. Weight. Peso, peso. Dar ganas. To have the urge to. Dar ganas, dar ganas. Let's have a closer look at the usage of some of the words and phrases from this lesson. The first word we'll look at is cambio. Cambio, change. But here we see it as trade. Well, Manuel is surprised when he sees Michelle and says, Que cambio! What a trade! But we can easily say, what a change! Man, she really must have made a turnaround. No more McDonald's for her. Nope. Now, we have heard the masculine noun cambiar before. Yes, we have. And we know a related verb would be... Cambiar, to change. But a word we see a lot is the related word intercambio. Right, an exchange. Yeah, don't know. Just thought I'd, I should mention it considering all the people that go on vacation need to exchange money. True, but let's keep the context to our conversation. 
All right. Michelle necesitó un cambio de imagen. Michelle needed an image change. Especially if she had a lot of our next word. Ha! What? Rollos? Rolls? Exactly. No one wants to look at those. No, it's not a good look. Cambiaste los rollos por músculos. You changed your rolls for muscles. So it looks like Manuel is really, really surprised. And impressed. I mean, I hope she doesn't come become too mannish. I mean, it's not really a good look for women either, you know? Like, I could never date a girl that, like, could beat me up. What? You get intimidated? A bit. A little chub is good sometimes. No, it can be, it can be. And if they know how to carry it, and you know, Latinas definitely do. Like my friend Josefina. What about her? She's thick? Josefina no está gorda, solo tiene unos rollitos. Josefina isn't fat, she only has little rolls. That can be attractive. Soft, you know? Ah, I'm not going to go any deeper into that subject, Carlos. Fine, we can move on. You know how in English one might call a stomach a gut or a spare tire? Yes, but not by experience. <laughs> Do you know what we call that here? What? Una llanta. One thing I hope to avoid. Definitely. ¿Quieres tener músculos? I definitely want to have muscles. Then go to the gym like Michelle did. So you can say to me, ¿Cambiaste los rollos por músculos? You changed your rolls for muscles? Exactly. You know, that would be a nice thing to hear. You know, too many plates of rice and beans. Hey, what can I say? I love them. I grew up here. Of course I know. Pero sí, yo voy al gimnasio para tener músculos fuertes. I go to the gym to have strong muscles. You go or you will go? Okay, I will go, but I like to think in the present tense. Get us a very important related word. More than the Spanglish, definitely. Las abdominales. Abdominals. A true sign of fitness. Alas, my six-pack is hidden in the fridge. <laughs> I've never heard that before. It's the truth, though. It's a nice fridge, though. It's well, like they... stainless steel and everything. <laughs> well, your six-pack would be useful on the beach. Yes, they would definitely serve a purpose. It would be good for... Okay, okay. Our next word is servir. To be useful, to serve, to be good for. Those were nice little hints though, Dylan. Well, like we said, the gym was good for Michelle. Manuel is almost shocked when he says, ¿Cómo que te sirvió el gimnasio? The gym served you very well. This is a really motivating lesson. You better believe it. This is a good verb to know, though. Lots of meanings. So if I said, A Jorge le sirvió hacer la tarea, le fue muy bien en el examen. It was good for Jorge to do the homework. He did well on the test. See, this verb means more than one of its obvious translations. To serve. So it's almost like saying ayudar. To help, definitely. Or how about apoyar? To support. Yeah, I can see that too. Well, next we have a very loaded word. Loaded with what? Depends where you are. Could be either pounds or kilos. Ah, uh, you mean peso, weight. Yup, and not just the lifting kind. Whenever you can say, perdí mucho peso, I lost a lot of weight, like Michelle is, is never a bad thing. Unless you're losing muscle. Always playing devil's advocate, Dylan. Mm -hmm. Good point. Carlos, ¿cuál es tu peso ideal? Mi peso ideal. My ideal weight. Eh, como 82 kilograms. 82? 185 pounds. I would say that is my ideal weight. I'm about... Ha! Sore subject. Let's get some related words. You like how I do that though, right? Yeah. Muffled. Okay. You didn't say you were 15 away. <laughs> Presar. People look at his picture in the who are we section. It's just my face. Go ahead. <laughs> presar is a verb that means... To weigh. Or, no, it's not presar. It's pesar. Pesar, a verb that means... To weigh. Or you can call somebody pesado. Heavy. Yeah, that's just a nice way of saying... 
that you're a little bit overweight. Mm-hmm. It could also mean that you're a pain in the, you know, what? Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, okay. Yes, I remember that now. Hmm. Okay. Well, let's move on to the next word, Carlos. Obviously, Michelle's had a really big change. Dar ganas. No, it's not. I was moving on. Ha, figured. Just wasn't me. Obviously, Michelle has made a really big change. Why is that? Because Manuela says, Ya hasta me dan ganas de ir al Muscle Masters. ¿Cómo se dice? Muscle Masters. Muscle Masters. Now, it even makes me want to go to Muscle Masters. Wait, wait, wait. Don't forget the price tag. Right. I forgot. $400 a month. Yo, for that, the dude should work out for me. You know, you know what I've always wanted? Other than a six-pack what? A mí me dan ganas de estudiar medicina. I've always had the urge to study medicine. Really? That's too much work for me. Way too much studying. But that is a good example of something giving you desire. Or urge. Excellent. Because in this phrase, we see the combination of the verb dar, to give, and ganar, to earn. So I guess the combination of the two becomes to, to, be, to urge, to desire, to want. A mi mamá le dan ganas de comer pizza. Ah, okay. Your mother has the urge to eat pizza. Me all the time. A mí me dan ganas de estudiar medicina. You have the urge to study medicine. Okay, now what about... Now, I've heard like, me da miedo or me da tristeza or me da lastima. It's like the same thing, kind of? Well, me da miedo is I get scared. I I receive... The fear. Fear. Something gives you fear. Yeah, exactly. And oh. dar tristeza is to give sadness. And dar lastima is to give pity. Cool. So a lot of bad things I don't want. Yeah, none of us want that. Okay, cool. Now let's take a look at a very, very exciting grammar point. Exciting, you say? How exciting? So exciting, if anything, the epitome of exciting. That's pretty exciting. How many exclamation points, Dylan? Well, if we're talking about Spanish, at least two. Ah, okay, thanks for clarifying. Exclamations, Carlos. What is an exclamation? An exclamation is a word or phrase that's uttered with great emotion or intensity. What do they express? They express the emotional state of the speaker. And information, we have an interesting situation. There are numerous kinds of exclamations. Uh, are we going to study all of them? You know, it's a short lesson. No, 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 no. Today we're going to focus on those that begin with que. Okay, like in today's conversation when Manuela sees Michelle and exclaims, Epa, que cambio! Epa, what a trade! Right! It is important to remember to begin an exclamation with an inverted exclamation mark. You mean upside down, right? Yes, upside down. You could say it either way. But then we finish the sentence with a regular exclamation point, like we do in English. When pronouncing these, one must make sure that the emotion of the utterance is transmitted through the speech. Yeah, if the emotion is not transmitted, the meaning can and most likely will change. In Spanish, there are two basic ways to construct exclamations. How? With a verb and without a verb. Sounds simple enough. Well, let's look at the word order for each of these patterns. Cool, so pattern one. Exclamatory adjective plus adjective plus verb plus noun. Que plus exquisito plus está, plus el vino. Que exquisito está el vino. How exquisite the wine is. Okay, pattern two. Exclamatory adjective, plus adjective, plus noun. Que, plus exquisito, plus el vino. 
Qué exquisito el vino. What exquisite wine. Again, exclamations in Spanish are always opened and closed with exclamation marks. Don't make that mistake. It's actually very easy to avoid. How about another example, Dylan? Qué gustosa la comida. What tasty food. You're making me hungry. Qué carnosos están los mariscos. How meaty the shellfish are. Well, I'm allergic to those, so I can't really eat it. Not that bad. Okay, qué rica la fruta. What delicious fruit. Qué sabrosa está la carne. How flavorful the meat is. Notice how in pattern number one, the verb comes before the noun in the Spanish and after the noun in the English. I was just about to mention that. There's no flexibility here. It has to be in this order. Ah, okay, because usually we know we do have a little bit of room to move. Notice how in pattern number two, an article comes before the noun. Yes, I did notice that. While this is not always the case, it happens very often. And how do we construct this? The less common but possible way of constructing this is, ¿Qué niño más bien educado? What a well-behaved boy. As opposed to the more common, ¿Qué bien educado el niño? What a well-behaved boy. Okay, I see the difference. Of course. There are many other kinds of exclamations and interjections too. And it's also important to note that they all do not begin with que. Ah, uh, most definitely. But que is a very good starting point. Those that do are usually translated as what or how. An example of one that doesn't is cuántas personas hay, which we can literally translate as how many people are there, or how many people there are, or figuratively, there are so many people. While using the inverted exclamation mark to introduce an exclamation or interjection may seem like a bother in the beginning, you may well find it to be useful as it lets us know that what is about to be said expresses emotion and there, it lets us know how it should be pronounced. This must be difficult for native Spanish speakers when they start reading English where an exclamation point can only be identified at the end. Kind of crazy. Well, all right, guys, that just about does it for today. Goodbye, everybody. Nos vemos. Ciao. ¡Epa! ¡Qué cambio! ¿Qué cambio? Cambiaste los rollos por músculos, como que te sirvió el gimnasio. Sí, perdí mucho peso. Tengo un instructor un poco loco, pero sabe lo que hace. Ya hasta me dan ganas de ir al Muscle Master. Deberías, amigo.